Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Tom Thayer. I respect Matt Nagy and his advisor. Chicago Bears radio analyst. There was one time we were playing Tampa short yards goal line. I was in the end zone waiting for Harbaugh to throw me the ball. Instead of throwing the ball, he ran it in. And I go, Jim, you could have padded your stats by throwing me a one-yard pass. He goes, I know, but I thought you'd drop it. Did you think you had good hands? Uh, Yeah, I know I did. 41-12. Look at these things. 1985 Super Bowl champion. Walter Payton, Mike Ditka, Hungry Chicago, finally champions on this January day in New Orleans. Tom Thayer with Molly and Hall on 670 The Score. Bears. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 of the score. Always a delight, always a somewhat humiliating experience to talk to a man as great as Tom Thayer. And he joins us now on the guest hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. We are unworthy, but we do get a chance to talk to him. Good morning, Tom. How are you, sir? Oh, you know, I'm probably in the same mood that you guys are in and uh, disappointed and frustrated and searching for answers and, you know, looking over the tape and trying to see what direction you go in at this point. And, uh, you know, I guess you got to get ready for the Steelers on Monday night, which is going to be one of the most hostile environments that they'll play in all year, even worse than Cleveland and, uh, you know, some of the other ones they play in. Tom, what's so frustrating is that you get the play out of the quarterback, you get Justin Fields to do what he did, and your defense lets you down. The 49ers only have the ball for 22 and a half minutes, but they scored 24 points in the final 21. That's unacceptable. What do you think was the biggest problem defensively? You know, I, I think there was some um, poor – you know, the, all right, for example, the first third down they face – they had seven defensive linemen and linebackers at the line of scrimmage with one defensive back and press coverage. And so when Jimmy G went to the line of scrimmage, he goes, oh, my God, I have Kendall Vildor who's playing off with outside leverage and no safeties in the middle of the field. So on this third down that I was going, God, I, I, one of my keys of the game was, you know, Bears, the first defensive stand, they got to go three and out to give the Bears good field position to allow it to get in the scoring position. But then it was it was a defensive concept that 
it didn't work. Um, the second level of, of guys was Kendall Vildor, Duke Shelley, and Jalen Johnson. And it was just an easy decision from that point on. And then they went, you know, they ended up going down the field and I think missing the field goal. But, you know, um, yeah, some poor initial lineups that gave uh, Jimmy Garoppolo an opportunity to do a, a, an evaluation and understand where the ball was going to go. Uh, challenging to the coverages uh, that the DBs couldn't really hang into the hip pocket with the receivers. And then when they got in a position where the receiver was making a break, uh, they were getting in an efficient catching position. And then some of the, you know, I I, I can't remember how many plays I counted, but some of the undisturbed um, quarterback opportunities to sit behind the line of scrimmage and just sit there and wait and wait and wait for that receiver to get open and then, boom, throw him the ball. So, you know, I, I was kind of disappointed in the the def- not, I'm not going to say defensive effort. I'm going to say some of the positions that they lined up in before the snap of the ball. Hmm. Um, how did you think Larry Borum did? That was a highlight. Uh, you know, I, I guess kind of played, you know, the right tackle position after being, you know, off the field for a couple weeks in kind of in a game time condition. You're not going to replicate what's going to be asked of you when you go out there and you practice and you practice at the tempo that they practice at nowadays in the fact that you're only in pads one day. Yeah, you get to, you know, dip your toe in the water, but it's not necessarily a recreation of what's expected of you. So I I still want to cultivate his talent and I want to see where at what level he grows to. And if Jason Peters wasn't there, I would probably continue the process at left tackle rather than right tackle. But, you know, I'm encouraged by what I see, and I want to take it to week two. Tom, did the season get away from the Bears yesterday? I mean, four and four, three and five, there is a difference. And I feel like if you win that game, you have a little different big picture perspective than than maybe – uh, you do if you lose it, and, and I just wonder if you, if you feel if, is that part of the frustration that we can hear in your voice? Yeah, you know, to me, the season got away when Aaron Rodgers decided to come back and play in Green Bay, and then I've said it before that I thought everybody was fighting for second place in this division. The most encouraging thing to me from yesterday was kind of watching the process of Justin and how elusive of an athlete he can be and how he can extend plays. And the more familiar he becomes with the passing game, I think the better quarterback he's going to become. Yeah, you know, you think the Bears had 176-yard rushing. 100 of it was from Justin, I think 10.3 a carry or something. So, yeah, that part of it is ex- exciting, and it's it's going to be challenging to the, the opponents if they don't run a, a, a kind of a style of defense that's going to try to keep him into the pocket. But um, – you know, I just wanted to see continuous development. I was all frustrated all week, David, when a team comes in here on a four-game losing streak, but they're favored by four points in your home stadium. I just kind of right. wanted to see if these guys were able to answer the bell and kind of take that message personally and come out with a performance and, you know, beat San beat the 49ers. Justin Fields, um, the great the great scramble play will be the one on the highlight tape, but the other one where he threw a touchdown pass um, to to uh, to the, to the tight end Jesse James, great catch. That's the one that made you feel encouraged about his process moving forward. I, I, I was saying to David, I thought 
the one play where they went empty backfield and he, he got rid of the ball quickly and found the tight end and just on the side of the field. That's a that's the kind of play you got to make, and he made it. And I thought there were moments like that in the game that were very encouraging. I, I agree with you, Molly, and that was really exciting to see is what the future holds. But then let's go back to play two where Justin is kind of rolling to his left-hand side. He's got three receivers open, two of them being tight ends, and he doesn't throw the ball where he runs it and he awkwardly slides head first and hits the ground. It's that, that type of play so early in the game. Get the ball out of your hand, into the hands of one of your playmakers, and you – that's what your responsibility ends. Don't, you know, pass up three receivers that are open second play of the game and then, you know, take that impactful slide on your noggin because uh, you got to protect yourself. And the reason the plays are designed for you to a moving pocket rollout, whatever you want to describe it at, is that ball's got it's got to be thrown. And I think if you do that that early in the game, you're saying, okay, this, you know, they're having some creativity with the quarterback position and his athleticism. You got three receivers to that side. You get the ball out of his hands. Okay, now we better start controlling the contained rush of the defensive ends. We better have the second-level linebacker hang with the tight end a little bit longer. And then you start exposing your opponent to the things you can do well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. The throw he made to – Jesse James uh, for the touchdown in the end zone. Impressive. Rolling to his left. Right-handed quarterback throws it accurately. But, you know, I, I, I think of every play in the game, not just not just the good ones. Tom, who do you think was the best quarterback on the field Sunday? Um, Experienced Jimmy Garoppolo, athletically, Justin Fields. Um, I, I still think, in tri- but Trey Lance was never on the field. It would have been interesting to see what he would offer San Francisco at that point with a strong running game. But they don't have, a, you know, a marquee tight end in George Kittle, but they do have a marquee receiver in Samuel. But still, like I said, athletically, Justin by far, but Jimmy Garoppolo experience and being able to come into a hostile environment even though there is a strong support of 49ers fans in the building uh i i think that he did a nice job of um patiently waiting for his receivers to open and getting the ball to them efficiently oh boy tom you know the defense man i i gotta tell you the second half of that game i i know the bears only punted twice but they never had to punt you didn't force a single punt in a professional football game with a defense. And I get it. You know, max out, and that's huge. There was no pass rush. But that – that and, and Eddie Jackson got hurt. We can make excuses, but that's very, very deflating. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And it's disappointing because, listen, if you're hanging your hat on Khalil Mack being there or not – then I, I guess, you know, you are fighting for third place or whatever because you can't just let one – although, listen, man, I love Khalil Mack. Yeah. And, I, you know, he works hard in practice. He takes on, a, you know, multiple blockers. Teams have to control their pass protection accordingly. But, you know, I mean, I need Akeem. I need Blackson. I need um, Blau Nichols. I need Quinn. I need even blitzes by Roquan because he's a good blitzer. So I need creativity creativity when Khalil's not in the lineup and your defense has to, you know, somehow get some get to the quarterback somehow. 
Tom, I don't want to oversimplify this or go full meatball on you, but it does <laughs> seem like since Jalen Johnson posted the Instagram photo of him being fined and since he created the controversy and brought that attention onto himself, he's had two subpar games. I don't know where he was yesterday, but I know that you had Debo Samuel owning you and, and it was he dominated your, your defense and you do have a shutdown corner that you could have done something about it with and yet he was nowhere to be found. What has happened to him in the last two weeks? You know, he has no aggressive anticipation because they're not getting consistent pressure on the opponent's quarterback. If you sit there and you overreact to a route and that receiver double moves you, then it's going to be six points, not a tackle for a 10-yard gain. And, you know, Jalen is, a, you know, a good long cornerback and he's got a really bright future. But he can be a really good cornerback if he's supported by the guys up front. And, you know, you can't give Jimmy Garoppolo from four to six seconds on multiple plays with a guy like Samuel and think you're going to cover him the, the whole time. And then, like I said, some uh, poor defensive design at the line of scrimmage that gave Jimmy Garoppolo immediately immediate notification where he's going to go with the ball because of how the de- the defense is lined up. And then there's a couple times, even on that long pass right before the end of the first half, super disappointed in the reaction of the safeties. Even though it was an interior route, the, uh, the safeties never dropped to a point right. where there could be, you know, double coverage against them. I, I got to tell you, I mean, it was just one of these games. I, I thought on the 83-yard, uh, I just thought everybody was waiting for someone else to make a play. And and I don't know how you let that guy beat you at that moment. I don't know how you let that guy beat you uh, before the half. It just seemed like, I, I mean, honestly, it's it's that that shouldn't be allowed to happen. Somebody missed an assignment or someone failed to call the right thing. You just can't play a game where – you have one guy you got to be concerned about, and he's the guy that breaks your back. Yeah, I, I agree with you. To allow a guy to run a screen, it's really a bubble screen because there was no uh, you know, offensive lineman out in front of him making these marquee blocks to set him free. It was more of him going north and south and just outrunning, outrunning the desire of, of a tackler, yeah. Yeah. and that's disappointing me. But then I'll go to the bear side. They ran screens, and they had illegal men downfield. You got to know the process and the timing of the screen according to your responsibilities so you know where you're set up. There's a couple times where if the Bears could use, you know, use their outside ability and run screens efficiently, you know, they could, you know, they could counter that with, you know, screens of their own version. Tom, I wasn't hooked up to the radio yet, but so I missed the first series. What was your reaction to Damian Williams starting in place of Khalil Herbert for that first drive? Um, you know, I, di- I didn't care because I, I, a lot of the teams that we face so far, their running back situation is always a two-headed monster. And I think Damian uh, gives you a different type of vision than Khalil does. So, you know, I was just thinking, okay, play one. They, you know, maybe it's an outlet pass. Maybe it's something that, you know, Damian sees this defense a little differently. But I, I didn't lose any faith in Khalil Herbert because of it. I was just figuring, okay, if this is just a you know more experienced running back who's getting back involved in the mix and they give him the first play, um, me if I was an offensive guard it would it would 
make me mad because I want to play every snap. But, you know, rotating running backs is, is kind of a theme in the NFL. Okay. We'll let you go, Tom. Are you anticipating a trade tomorrow by 3 p.m.? Uh, but there, there's a few guys in my uh, that I would have in mind that I I would be willing to trade, but um, you want to share uh, their names? Uh, you know, I don't know. I I would have to consider a Rob just to see if there was a team out there that really wanted his services that was going to give me some value for him. And I, again, I know that the financial ramifications of the contract, you know, is you know different for teams around the league, um, but. You know, is the only guy that I would consider untouchable to me is Justin, and you know everybody else. Wow, I I would, but it's it's no, it's that that's just the business. Yeah, I mean, what what is your goal in the long run? Is it to sit here in third place in the division, or either put together a roster that you're going to get guys that are going to eventually go and compete for a division championship? Absolutely true. Well, Roquan, no. Okay, maybe so. I'm Tom, just saying. Yeah, Roquan and Justin one, Fields, right? Yeah, one really young, yeah. good All defender. Right. Two players. Is, is hey, that dang, dangle that carrot in front of my face, and then we'll talk about it. Wow, um, look at you. No, and I'm not. Listen, man, I love Roquan. That I know. Dude, I that dude is legit. I mean, he's Fred Warner-like. He's like the other marquee linebackers in the league. But, again, just going back to the statement, and I, listen, I'm not trying to slight anybody. I'm just, you know, I have an open negotiation at trade deadline to see if someone offers me some unrealistic opportunity. I'm not saying get rid of them, sure. but, I'm, but I'm listening to everybody. That's fair. Great stuff, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. All right, guys. See ya. That is Tom Thayer. That's a great, that's a great comment, in my opinion. 312-644-6767. Mullion on the score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. Are you anticipating a trade tomorrow by 3 p.m.? There's a few guys that I would have in mind that I would be willing to trade, but... You want to share uh, their names? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I would have to consider A-Rob just to see if there was a team out there that really wanted his services that was going to give me some value for him. And I, again, I know that the financial ramifications of the contract, you know, is... You know, different for teams around the league. 
But the only guy that I would consider untouchable to me is Justin. And, you know, everybody else. Wow. I, that's just the business. I, I got to tell you, um, I honestly, I don't want to overreact. But I think that loss was so bad that you come back and you and you have that feeling. Okay, hang on to the quarterback. Everybody else can go. Well, Let's do whatever we can to rebuild the team. Get This team's no damn good. I'm not saying that Tom is, is you know, as emotional a person as I am, but I do believe that, that you got to tap the brakes on trade everyone. That's all. I think you have to be open to the possibility that you're willing to make a deal with everyone on your roster except for Justin Fields and I, I think Roquan Smith and maybe Jalen Johnson. I don't think the list is very long, though, of guys that you – uh, would be unwilling to part with. You, you, you have to be, but, but, but again, but David, okay. I can say that and, and realistically know that this isn't Major League Baseball. It's not that's the it. NBA. That's it. In the NFL, these kind of trades aren't made at the deadline because of cap ramifications, because it's harder to adjust in season to a, a new scheme and a new team in the NFL. But I think what his point is, and I think you take a step back even further, big picture wise, what happened after yesterday was that you came out of it feeling like, oh boy. The Bears are in developmental mode overall, not just at the quarterback position, but this season feels like it got away from the Bears yesterday. Because if you're four and four and you're flirting with mediocrity and you think, okay, we can fool ourselves into thinking a playoff spot is possible again for the third season in a row, we are kind of mired in mediocrity, if you will. Thank you, Rickon. That you now are at three and five, your defense is struggling, injured, and bad, you don't really feel like that's realistic given your schedule to make a playoff run. So the reality is, yeah, you're going to go young. You're going to start to think about developing. Okay, so the reality also is that you've got a quarterback maybe, right? You feel good about the quarterback. I don't know if you feel good about him, and I don't know people are accusing us of – of thinking too much of his game. I thought he made progress. I think that's a good thing. I worry about the offensive line. How compromised is it? I would love to see them, you know, get Tevin Jenkins back and see what Borum can do and just figure out who the five guys are. Because, I I mean, one of them is definitely the left tackle, and and he's only here for a year, really, right? Do you think Justin that Tevin Peters? Jenkins is going to play this year? I hope so. I mean, in three weeks, he's supposedly going to be able after the well, after the when, bye he, week, when he comes back, Jason Peters leaves. Is that right? Well, I, think, I would not. I would not do that. I think, I think I would bring him back and let him play, but I would I would hang on to Justin Peters. There's not much. Well, money I, don't, in, I don't mean leave like cut him. Oh, you mean you play him over? Well, by that time of the year, you're probably going to play everyone. You're probably going to try every combination. But, I, I mean, you know, Roquan Smith is really the only young defensive player. Maybe you think Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson. But he's taken a little step back in the last couple of weeks. Well, he I just has. He, he was playing games. great. Yeah. But, but I, I think that um, maybe those two then. But, that's David, that's not nearly what you need. I mean, you've you got a ton of money invested in Mac and Quinn. And, I mean, you're, you're just paying a fortune. Akeem probably leaves at the end of the year, wouldn't you imagine? Um, I would think that uh, Allen Robinson is – he seems like he's done here. He doesn't seem like he's engaged I, – I, I, maybe I better be careful about how I say it. I'm not criticizing 
I'm not necessarily criticizing him. It's just when he speaks, he talks like a guy that no longer has to worry about well, what he's saying it, to, to anything. It's not just what he speaks. I mean, he, he hasn't made plays. No, Molly. he hasn't. Made he plays. hasn't been I, a big I'm part aware. of his offense, and it's yeah. not all his doing. But you mentioned Akeem Hicks. You mentioned Allen Robinson. You mentioned uh, Robert Quinn. I would throw in Danny Trevathan. I would throw well, in Alec Ogletree. If you can get anything at all. You're not going to get a sandwich or a, a six-pack. For who? For for Danny Trevathan. You could, get a case, you could get a case of beer for Danny Trevathan. You'd be lucky to get maybe, it. Maybe. Okay, maybe like old Milwaukee. Okay. I'm being honest. I don't think you're going to get a lot for him. I don't know. You're cruel? definitely not going to get craft beer. For Danny Trevathan. You're not Maybe for get, Ogletree. You're not going to get a long snapper beer. No, you're not going to get any long snapper uh, beer from Patrick Manley. You might, I, you might give it up. It, it's, not, it's not Major League Baseball. There's not going to be a lot of activity. But if you're Ryan Pace, I think that you are busy today. You are exploring possibilities with your buddy in New Orleans, Mickey Loomis. Do oh. you want Andy Dalton? Do you want yeah. anybody else? Can we yeah. help you? Make a playoff run because let's be realistic here. You got to be looking ahead. I'd be calling the Dallas Cowboys. I'd be calling the Tennessee Titans. Breaking news here on the score brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Derrick Henry, according to ESPN, is out right with a foot injury. I think that I think he he's gone for the year is what they are talking about. So he's out he for the injured. season. Yeah. If you're the Bears and you're Ryan Pace. You have a running back in David Montgomery that might have some value what, in the trade market. What did they market. give up for Montgomery? They moved up. Um, I forget. He was a third-round draft pick that okay. was given the first-round treatment. He was so, treated like a guy yes. that it was going to be a starter. So they, they, they moved up to get him. But would you, would you trade is, him? Yes. But, but how much would you get? I mean, what would you get? Would you get back? I would trade him if I got value. I wouldn't give him away. And, and if, you had, if you got back what you gave for him, would you get a third round pick for a running back? I don't think NFL? you'd get. I don't think you'd get a third. I think that's asking a lot. He'd be awful good there, though. He's a tough kid. I would take a third round pick he's at also this on point. The list. Yeah, he's coming back. Okay. maybe this week. Um, maybe. All right, we got a lot of people want to check in. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. I don't have to tell you, David, because you are well versed in the fact that the. Uh, the listener line, the score listener line, it's powered by BetQL. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. And the BetQL network is available nationwide on the Odyssey mobile app and website. Over 10,000 home and auto-connected devices in BetQLnetwork.com. That's where you can go to hear Molly and I trade away the entire roster. I'm, I, I mean, here's the problem. <laughs> I'm about to go OB on this team. Let's try. I'm going to start screaming again. No. Bobby is on the road. Good morning, Bobby. Hey, good morning, guys. You know, I was thinking about this earlier, and I would gut the defense right now, and I would get four first and second round picks for next year. I'd hire Jimmy Johnson and Dave Wonstadt to run my draft. They could sit on Jimmy's $200 million boat, drinking bourbon, smoking cigars, putting together the best damn roster in the NFL for the Chicago Bears. I, I would say Heineken, not bourbon. <laughs> Thanks for the phone call. Sorry. Yeah, I good like stuff. That. That's a good, good idea. Passion. Good fire and passion. I like it. Now we we're now we're getting fired now up. Now we're Three, getting there. Let's get there. 312-644-6767. Surely someone's had it. <laughs> let's try Mike. Mike's in Rockford. Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, listen, uh, you were talking about mediocrity, uh, football purgatory, if you will. Uh, 
here's the problem, guys. I, I you know, last year they snuck into the playoffs, and and I really think that bought Pace and Nagy another, you know, year. But we, do we really want the Bears? Do do we want them to even get into the playoffs? Because listen, I'm not. I know this is old school thinking, but you know, let them let them tank the year, and then they you know get higher draft picks. There's and no the, pick. The coaches, I, they don't have a right, pick. They have no. They don't have a pick. But however, we don't want this. Do we want Pace and Nagy around? Would it be an excuse for them? They're not going to go anywhere. They get in the playoffs. They're going to be one and done. They're, it's a joke. They're a mediocre team at best, and, and they're not going to go anywhere. So we got to get Pace and Nagy out here. Let me ask you guys. If they were to somehow sneak in the playoffs, do they get another year, or do you think Pace and Nagy are gone? I want to, I want you guys to answer it, if you will. Oh, if they get in the playoffs, they get another year. Oh, yeah. But yeah. if they get in the playoffs, they're 3-5. and five. Did you not yeah. watch yesterday? How Their are they defense in the stinks right now. Yeah, they Their offense loud. is, is right. got a, a lack of playmakers. If they're three and five now, yeah. well, how do they have to finish to get into the postseason? Yeah. And if they do, the entire context of this conversation changes. It, we're, we're talking in this tone because nobody expects it to change. Well, I mean, not remotely, right? <laughs> I mean, not even, not even like I don't know anyone that feels like this is going in the right direction. Do you? I, I really don't. It's hard it's to. It's nice that the quarterback improved, but it's not like he's ready to dominate, right? What's so frustrating is that the quarterback has improved, and the assumption was that was going to be the biggest challenge is having the up-and-down nature of, of a rookie quarterback. But he looks like you can win with him and you can develop him and also win football games. The problem is while that was happening, while he was developing, your defense – Stop playing. Well, I mean, you, you, your defense got injured, right? You decided you're going to give your defense, a, a.k.a. Khalil Mack, some time to recover. But it's been shredded three weeks in a row. It's been shredded. It, and have you seen the rushing numbers? The rushing, the, the number of, of yards allowed rushing over the three games? It's it's pathetic. Yeah, it, it it's, really it, if you If you look at the Green Bay game and the here. Tampa Bay game and yesterday – you gave up like 150 yards plus per game. It was a, it's it's you don't win games that way. You're not got you got no chance of winning a game that way. And and obviously you got two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and then you get even Jimmy G can get well. Jimmy G's not you. going to Canton, okay? Jimmy G's not. He's going no. to back to Arlington he's Heights. He's going to the bank. What do you think about when he threw the he's ball gonna, into the second deck? Yeah, it was a little too happy. Bill is on the North. I wanted to punch him. Never mind. Okay. Bill is on. I want to dust it. Okay, Olin. Bill is on the North hey, side. Guys. Hi, Bill. Hey, hey guys. Love the show. Um, so, I understand on Friday, Nagy told the defense that if you tackle, you will get COVID. So, they decided to play socially distanced defense on Sunday. Okay. And obviously, that was wow. a problem. Wow. How long have you been sitting on that one, Bill? <laughs> Pretty good. I like it. Thanks, All right. Bill. Good stuff. Good That's stuff. his message. Social distancing especially when Debo Samuel gets the ball. <laughs> Let's try Perry. He's on the Odyssey app. Hi, Perry. Hey, hey guys. Good to talk to you again. Um, yeah, this, this team, I mean, I think we all agree this nucleus isn't going to sniff a Super Bowl, let alone a playoff. Playoffs? Uh, you know, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that Carl last week, five wins in a row. I think he meant five losses in a row, but um, <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing. You know, I hate gutting a team and giving up, but at this point in time, I'd rather get what I can from who I have 
and, you know, start accumulating some draft picks if they're second, third, fourth round picks versus, you know, staying in this kind of like team, losing, maybe win a game or two, and then be lucky to be six wins, right? All right. It's a a great thought and a a proper sentiment, but it's just not realistic. In the NFL, that's not the currency that's going to get – you're not going to get second and third and fourth round draft picks for the for the players that no, the Bears would be dangling no, today. Exactly, but you're going to get rid of money. That would be it. That's it. But you know, again, hey, how are the Bears doing? Ugh. They were doing. Ugh. <laughs> Anybody seen Jimmy Graham? By the way, uh, I think he's in the protocol. What in the world is he? Yes. Yeah, he was. He was but last week. He's been That's two right. weeks That's in the right. protocol. Okay. But they, but again, to your point though, like yep. he's so not relevant that we don't even remember the guys in the in the in the protocol let's what is that fly say? let's fly away the pilot probably in the protocol in the cockpit right very good just flying around trying not to infect anybody this is sports radio 670 the score and 670 the score.com chicago sports station the jumbo set this time a fake to herbert feels looking for the On the take, Fields was going to do something with it, but it was not this. He's trying to get out of trouble. Breaks out of a tackle left to the 15, 10, 5, end zone, touchdown! Touchdown, Bears! 22-yard ad-lib play. A broken play turns into six for Justin Fields. And the Bears are within a point of tying it up. 9.32 to go. Good football player. I think I think number one improved today. I thought you saw he made plays with his legs. He led our team. Uh, I thought he threw the ball well. He gave us a chance, and obviously he's a special player. I mean, he made nothing into something and uh, and, and got us going there. So uh, real pleased with him, and, and that's, that's the story of a rookie quarterback. He, you saw a guy get better, so I'm excited about that. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670. The score, our thanks to the fine folks at Fox and, of course, our sister station, WBBM. Sisters were sisters. God help the mystery who gets between me and my sister. Okay. And uh, that was the voice of Chris Tabor. What do you mean, okay? You didn't like that? (laughs) I love it. I love it when you rhyme. (laughs) Uh, It's a song from a movie. Chris Tabor was... uh, he was speaking on behalf of, I think, everybody that watched. I think we all saw growth in Justin Fields yesterday. That was the biggest takeaway. The biggest shame of it was that how the defense didn't hold up its end. And it's a rare Sunday in Chicago, not only this year, but this decade. Not only this decade, but this millennium. Not only this millennium, but last century that we can say that the defense is not as good as the quarterback for the Bears. And that is the case Yesterday, that was the case yesterday, and it's, and it's frankly the case moving forward, which makes this all so troubling and a little bit confusing, confounding, frustrating. Because what do you do about that, Molly? I mean, Justin Fields looks like a guy who's ready to start to take off now, and he can build off this game, and he can build off this growth. The problem is, defensively, all of a sudden, the last three games have been awful, awful for a unit that we came to trust and kind of conditionally do but they're not holding up their end. So what do you do now? Yeah, it's a great question. And and again, tomorrow 3 p.m. is the trade deadline, and um, and the Bears have uh, they've they've used you know they've 
they got this thing going with Ryan Pace where he likes to identify a single player and move up in the draft to get him. And that's great that he gets his man. Unfortunately, not all those picks have worked out, but they've all cost something. So you keep you keep paying out draft picks and you lose draft capital. So you could use maybe bringing in some draft capital. The problem is, who do you trade? What do you have that's going to, to, to turn heads? There are teams that have problems that believe they are contenders. I don't believe, personally, the Bears are a contender. I, I don't think I believed that last year when they actually made the expanded playoffs. I don't think I believe it coming into this year. But certainly at 3-5, and five, with, uh, with nine games remaining, they have nine left. Oh, my God. So you can say. That's a threat, not a promise. That, well, that's what I mean. Yeah. You know, you've, you've lost three in a row, yeah. and you got nine more, and you can say, well, you know what? We we were playing for first it, place in the division. Ah, we lost that it, game. We went down to Tampa. You know, they're the defending champions, and we beat them last year. They probably owed us one. Oh, we came back. You know, the Niners had lost four. Blah, 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 thank, blah. Thank you. Thank I, you. I don't want to mislead anybody because I'm realistic. I don't think we – Either one of us expect a lot no. of activity. I think what we're trying to do is talk through the possibilities if, in fact, they were able to find a taker and, and why it's valuable because, you know, they traded for Ryan Pace this year. I mean, was it last month? It was early. It was October 5th, I believe it was. He traded a sixth-round pick for Jakeem Grant. Now, tell me what makes sense about that. I'm telling you, if I'm the only guy in town that gets frustrated every time I see Jakeem Grant go deep on a punt or a kickoff, that guy is fearless, and that's not a good thing to me. I don't think he uses his his head a lot. He has aggressiveness, but he was not worth a sixth-round draft pick, I guess is my overall point. And that's something you need to maybe recoup if you are Ryan Pace. You need to start to look at these late-round draft picks, the guys that the picks that you used on guys like Khalil Herbert, right, and Larry Borum. Pretty good. And try to get back some value because the bottom of your roster isn't quality right now, and you need depth, and that's how you build depth, by keeping those picks and making smart choices. You know, if Henry's out for the year, why wouldn't they want to go make a move? They they're built to run the football. They're built to uh, to to use that element of their game. I don't know how close uh, David Montgomery is, but the Bears have gotten a really good contribution from Khalil Herbert. Now that was scary. He took a hit yesterday and left the game, and then you know you were worried that he got that he got hurt. His neck got hurt. Then he came back into the game. Why they? They saw what was going on with Khalil Herbert the last few weeks and decided, you know what? Let's start Damian Williams because we're really <laughs> that made no sense. Well, I, I'm I sitting mean, in the press box and I'm thinking, yeah. looking around, like, does it, does anybody know it, what's it, going on here? Does is it, it blitz pickup or something? Is that the idea? Molly, well, I, I don't know. Stop it! I'm, I'm not I'm yelling asking. at you. I'm, you're I'm mad. Just, no, you're I'm mad not, about I'm it. Not, not, yeah, I know you're it sounds like Molly. But but I think stop it. You're starting a game. Starting a game. Don't talk to me about situational football when you're starting a game. Khalil Herbert was coming off a 100-yard game against the Buccaneers, and he sits on the bench for the first series? No, you want to get him lathered up. You want to give him, frankly, a connection between last week and this week. You want to give him the football on, on first down of the first game back at home under those circumstances. You don't want him watching Damian Williams do whatever Damian Williams does. What's he here for anyway? I mean... Trade him. We have a texter checking in after you complained about the sixth-round pick. 
He says, I think Pace has traded his last pick for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> That's what we'll remember, right? I mean, it'll be the, yeah. you know, yeah. a trader Ryan, right? Willing oh. to give up draft capital for players that he was fixated on and the inability of those players that he fixated on to fulfill their potential. Willing to give up draft capital to move up to get Mitch, to move up one spot, giving up draft capital for no reason. Just because he had like a personal panic over his guy wouldn't be there. Yeah, I think he overreacted, and yeah. Mitch Trubisky will be the emblem for Ryan Pace's, yes. you know, uh, lack of foresight always and forever. But you don't want him to, you don't want him to trade any more draft picks, and and you hope that he can get some back in return. I, I'm skeptical that they will be able to do I it. Don't, we'll talk about yeah. it tomorrow. We'll talk to Dave Wanstead about what it means, but. Who do they have that anybody would want? David Montgomery starts with him. Andy Dalton, perhaps. I know it's, you know. Hey, he, I mean, I don't know. Here's the problem, David. I, and I'm just saying, would you get anything for a running back in the NFL these days? You know, the, re, the, the problem is, I mean, a, a team like Tennessee that, that run, it runs the ball and needs a running back, maybe you get something. Nothing major, but maybe you get something. That that now creates a possibility, and and you should be on the phone making a. How about Allen Robinson to the Packers? Oh God, oh, you're just cruel. <laughs> you just mean. Now you're mad at me. No, yeah, no. <laughs> Yell at me. I, 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 that's not a chance. <laughs> I, I, that's the one thing you can't do. Give them anything, unless you're trading Justin Fields or Roquan Smith. Any other possibility is one you need to entertain if you're Ryan Pace. All right, we're going to bring in Dan and Layla next. We'll talk to our colleagues. It is Mully and Haw. It is Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 to score. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on fire. And podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 